you, me, and CBD. Thanks, everyone, for joining us for another episode where we learn about CBD. I think what you were saying about the gas tank and using it every day is really, really important. There are some people that will get relief uh, by using it acutely or episodically, uh, where they feel a stressful situation coming on, and so they'll use CBD. But it's so much more effective if used every day at about the same time, so you reach this therapeutic level. And then when uh, there is a stressful situation coming up, adding a little bit extra. Hi, everybody. We're back for season two, episode eight. This is the one where we talk about stress. Oh, Debbie Downer. You know, stress and how to deal with it. Hey, Richard, how are you? Oh, Danelle, doing great, doing great. Enjoying, uh, enjoying just the winter time. The season's changed. It's a little cooler. But you know what? The days, it seems like it's always dark. I get up and it's dark, you know, of course, go to bed and it's dark, but it just doesn't stay light very much. You know what? I've got a friend whose son lives in Iceland. Oh. And uh, the um, sun comes up at 11. And it goes down at 3.30. <laughs> and this kid's in his 20s. I mean, come on. Don't you want to be out and doing stuff in the sunshine? I know. My daughter My daughter at one time, she was living in Canada. And it was like they had to uh, have these dark curtains up uh, just because it was light all the time. And then all of a sudden it was dark all the time. It, it was just, I don't know. Yeah, it's insane. So here we are talking about stress. Yeah, that causes stress, I think. I mean- what? What uh, what episode are we on? Oh, this I've... is episode eight in season two. We're in season two, man. Episode eight. Episode eight. You know, we've done all these episodes. It's it's uh, there's a lot of information out there, right? Yeah. Hey, do you ever have a stress episode? I mean, that's what this is, right? It is. It that's is. exactly right. Uh, but before we get into oh, the no. stress, this is what's stressful, Richard. We're going to have a little bit of an introduction oh on something that is totally not stressful, but it's going gonna, it's gonna to tie into us nicely. And I'm going to read this little paragraph okay. as it introduces. First of all, uh, this is a, a doctor of psychology, uh, Robert Liv- uh, Livingston, and he's a professor. I presume. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Oh, that ties in nicely with this. He's a professor at the University of California, Berkeley, and he invites couples into his lab and he asks each partner. It looks like it's Robert Levinson. Oh, Levinson. Uh I'm sorry. Dr. Levinson. You are exactly right. As I look at the notes. And he, he asked people to discuss something that irritated him or her about each other's partner. Okay. Oh, nice. So the couple who tackled the stressful situation with laughter not only felt better at the moment, but had higher levels of relationship satisfaction and stayed together longer than couples who didn't crack a smile. So our subject is, other than stress, is couples who laugh together stay together. I have nothing to say to that other than it's kind of... Awesome in a funny way. Well, I'm, you have to think about it. That laughter is a very good medicine, it, right? Laughter is the best medicine. It really is. Yes, and happiness is what we should all strive for. In you our know, lives. my sister is going to just probably kill me for sharing this story, but Which I'm going to share it anyway. Which one? Which one? I know them all. So, I, I my sister uh, uh, Elizabeth. Oh, I know Elizabeth. Uh, she was uh, could be rather serious at times, right? And 
her husband, whenever she would kind of uh, ask him to do something and he didn't respond and she would get angry or she would get irritated, Jim would always just kind of laugh and chuckle. And it always was really kind of fun to be around Jim because whatever the situation was, he would always start it off with a laugh, a chuckle, or have some type of a lovely anecdote towards something. And it just it just diffused the situation, and it made everyone feel better who was around him. Don't you like people yeah. around to be around people like that? I do. Yeah, I absolutely do. My preference is to uh, be around people who can make me laugh for sure. So what are some of the other benefits of laughter? Probably lower stress levels. Okay. I think it ties in closely. Oh, better heart. Better it does. Heart. It helps your heart. It protects your heart. It relaxes your whole body. Huh. Uh, this, this group that we're with, um, we should introduce them and they should chime in. I'm sure they know a lot more about it. I agree because, because, because we have a lot of fun together. We, we enjoy each other's company and we, we, uh, when we're not on the air, sometimes, uh, there are many jokes that are told, there's stories that are told, but I think laughter is a key to good business also. Yeah, for sure. So, uh, sitting here with us as always, um, are our two pharmacists. We have, um, Doug Burgoyne to my right. Hello. 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 <laughs> and to my left. I was I was trying to do that uh, very seriously. So that Hi. <laughs> very monotone. Yeah. Uh, hi. Hi. <laughs> Got to see Doug's eyes. <laughs> does, does your data distinguish between what kind of humor? Like, oh. 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 Uh, that's no, just done where, everybody. Where does like Sarcasm <laughs> fit on that. At the top. <laughs> sarcasm fits at the top. So if you're in a sarcastic marriage, you are in for life. Oh. And, and just an interesting mm. thing about sarcasm, I know we're talking about laughter, but sarcasm, did you know it's it's when kids are in their third or fourth grade that they start developing their concept of, of sarcasm? That's when I like hanging out with kids. <laughs> Isn't that right? <laughs> what about irony? My kids got way got way better when they were in Yeah. And, and and one of the one of the I other things on laughter here is that it it says that it, it helps to burn calories. Oh. Not enough, unfortunately. <laughs> I was gonna say, wait a <laughs> Based minute. Based on the amount of treats we have around this table, oh. we're not laughing enough. I uh, oh. I I was laughing the other day. Because uh, I have one of these the showers that have a steamer in it. I don't know if you've seen these steam showers. I used to have one. We took it out. Oh, I love it. It's just one of the best things. But I was laughing because I was reading a little bit about the steam shower. And it says it helps reduce calories. Oh. Because and it you burns. Can't, I know. I can't that. eat in the shower because your food's soaking wet. <laughs> so anyway, you're, you take a you're sweating. See what happens. <laughs> sweating the calories off. I guess I don't know, but laughter is a good thing, my fellow podcast listeners. And try to always remember that that if you're if you're feeling a lot of stress, which we're going to be talking a little bit about, right. we're going to be that laughter is a great natural way to relieve some stress and try to find the good things in everything that you're doing in your own life. While we're recording this, it, it is the holiday season. This will probably come out a little bit afterwards, but this is one of those times of year when people really do get pretty stressed. Um, I think 
we're also kind of living in a world where there's a lot of stress with um, the pandemic. So I think we've got kind of like a perfect storm of stress. Um, and one of my favorite uh, places to see all of this just come together and a giant ball is on the airplane. Oh my gosh. Espe- yeah. Especially the last six months or so. Oh. What is going on with that? Isn't it crazy? It, These reports you hear of people who are disrupting flights and attacking flight attendants. Right. Just this offending. morning. Really? This morning, the drummer from Tool went off on oh. <laughs> Now, the name of the band should right, give I mean, you a hint, right? right? The guy's a Tool. But he went off on a flight attendant, and, and he just couldn't figure out why they threw him out of the airport. It's crazy. And they didn't know. sign up for that when they were in flight attendant uh, training and it's no, just, you got to rely on those folks. I mean, every day they're doing, they're dealing with us. Oh yeah. You know, every they day. Signed, and they signed up for that. They didn't know they have, they had, would have to learn, like learn martial arts or self-defense. Exactly. <laughs> you know, Subdue but tactics, but to be fair, I have, I fly a lot and I have these little coupons that I give stellar, employees of the airline and it's it's called kick and tail so i'll give out a kick and tail oh look at you and if they get a kick and tail they can put it in for a drawing of twenty thousand dollars from anyone who got a kick and tail that month and the airline draws this once a month and the people i always give it to are the people who make me laugh and and flying over the past year and a half i've only had three people that were even remotely funny or trying to be funny or trying to lighten the mood. And I'll tell you, when they're on there lighting, lightening the mood, everybody just de-stresses. They just kind of take a deeper breath, kind of let go a little bit. It's back to your intro. And Laughter it, is the best medicine. Totally, and then CBD. And then, well, I mean, that's, the, that's also the best medicine. <laughs> <laughs> if we're talking real medicine. <laughs> but but I, I just kind of find it interesting that, that for me, that's the one thing that I look for in people are happy and people who want to laugh. Yeah. I love it. But it, but awesome. it, but it is true that stress does come into everyone's life. And to me, stress begats something. Right. There's always something that happens, right? Right. And whatever is going on in the body, whatever is happening to cause those stress sensors to be uh, really high, you know, it can really be destructive and be very painful and it can lead to something else. Right. Right. Well, and, and we as, as individuals never know what's happened in somebody's life an hour before, five minutes before, the day before, to really kind of put them over right. the edge. So let's let's talk to the pharmacists. And uh, I don't know um, what is going on or what the receptors are or how CBD can play a role in stress, but uh, uh, Doug, Jeff, uh, Doug Burgoyne, Jeff Dunn, our pharmacists, uh, owners and uh, part of uh, part of a uh, farmer and chemist. We don't know either. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> <laughs> he just wanted to make us laugh. Oh, after how many years of medical school? <laughs> yeah. Here, here's the cool thing. Uh, uh, the body has receptors that are specific to CBD, and so. 
when we take a, a drug, a traditional Western therapy, Western medicine therapy to relieve uh, stress or anxiety, then uh, those drugs are trying to slide in and mimic a natural response of the body to de-stress. Where CBD is is a natural response or, or is a natural product that can go in and fill that receptor uh, instead of mimicking uh, uh, a receptor, uh, you know, agonist or antagonist uh, by being a chemical. It's a natural product. So uh, our bodies are made to receive CBD to relieve stress, uh, which is really an amazing thing when you think about uh, this product or this class of of therapeutic benefit that we haven't had in the U.S. for decades. And it was illegal forever. And then all of a sudden, Farm Bill in December of 2018, it becomes legal. Everybody starts talking about how it solves every problem in the world. Jeff and I and and you guys know better than that. It doesn't solve every problem, but it's great at relieving stress and uh, associated anxiety. Absolutely. It's a great point. So CBD has been around for thousands of years and it's been used anecdotally, but it's only been legal for uh, three or four years now. And so the the science, the actual science is catching up to the use, uh, but uh, the uses that have the most data to support it right now are pain, sleep, and anxiety. So this is super relevant. But I, I just wanted to maybe geek out a little bit and talk a little a bit about, you know, that receptor issue that Doug just brought up. So a lot of people will use drugs called SSRIs or SNRIs. Stand bless for, you. Bless you. St- right. Stand for selective <laughs> serotonin uh, reuptake inhibitors. Oh, geez, or bless you more. Serotonin norepinephrine reuptake inhibitors. Drugs like, I'll use brand names like Prozac. Oh, sure. Um, right. That's, you know, they're used yeah, for. mommy's little helper. Depression. No, wait, that's Valium. That was right. something else. <laughs> they're used that is for, a great song, Well, though. I want to come back to Valium, right? <laughs> okay. <laughs> so they're used for uh, anxiety, depression, things like that. And then there's a, other, another class of medications called benzodiazepines, which. Oh, yeah. Are, those are that's what big you right ju- now. That's what you just mentioned. So Alprazolam, so the, you know, Alprazolam's of the world, things like that. Xanax's of the world is, again, another. Uh, Uppers, downers. Right. So. We've had those drugs now legally in this country, FDA approved for 30, 40 years. And my point in this is that a lot of people have taken those. CBD actually works the same way as those drugs. Huh. They bind to their specific receptors. So CBD sign, binds to C, uh, CB receptors, just like Prozac binds to a serotonin um, receptor. And it, it inhibits... Um, the uh, uptake and breakdown of serotonin. So your serotonin levels rise when you take a drug like Prozac, and that's what helps with the depression. So the CBD is, is like a drug, um, and it has, it, it's very effective. Uh, the nice thing about CBD is it doesn't have a lot of side effects, so that's maybe one of the advantages. But if somebody is using it for uh, sleep or anxiety, things like that, they do need to be careful with these other drugs that I've mentioned because of how they work on these receptors and they – uh, affect their, um, you know, their benefits. What and, about addictiveness? Yeah. It, CBD, uh, so there's no evidence to suggest uh, that CBD is addictive, which is nice. So if we're talking right. about another disease state like pain, then there are drugs there that are used that are very addictive. And we, we all know what happens there. You know, we probably all know somebody who's become addicted to a pain medication and mm-hmm. it's not good. So this, uh, you know, this is a, a great alternative there as well. So anyway, um, I digress. Well, Jeff, I, 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 I digress a little bit, but my point is that 
you know, this isn't like some homegrown remedy that just, we don't know how it works. We know how it works. It works like a drug. It binds to a receptor and there, and once it binds the receptor, then it causes a downstream effect and, you know, it helps people with these types of disease states. So like for me, layman's term, take it, wait 20 minutes, feel a lot better. Pretty uh, much. Yeah. Uh, however, like with most of these things, you, you know, it's not really like maybe that, you know, that you're not going to notice it like that. This isn't like taking, I mean, on the pain side, maybe. Mm-hmm. Right. But uh, in, in a lot of cases, even with those drugs that I mentioned, like a Prozac or something like that, you, the, the data shows that you have to take that anywhere from two to eight weeks before you see an effect. So, wow. you know, this is, if, you know, generally speaking, we would recommend that if somebody is using CBD for sleep, or anxiety, things like that, then they should take it chronically and consistently because you want your blood levels, you want these receptors binding and firing off effect. And if you don't have drug, that's not going to happen. So you need a pretty consistent approach uh, to taking this. And so, you know, chronic, chronic use is what, what's usually recommended for, you know, non-acute type pain right. uses. Okay. So layman's terms, take keeping it. your gas tank full. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. So, nice. so with with the gas tank being full, is it important that uh, you stay on top of it? That it may it once you start taking it, that you keep doing it. Yeah, uh, it, it's it's for for a lot of these uses, it's it's like taking your daily blood pressure medication, right? Or your daily antidepressant, it's or a vitamin, probably, or a vitamin. It probably should be done the same way. Okay, and you know, again, for sleep, another example is Ambien. Right, you take Ambien and it knocks you out. That's not how this works. Gotcha. Right. So what happens is it, you know, you build it, you build it up and you have some CBD effects in your body. You get your blood levels up and you're going to wake up more refreshed. It doesn't knock you out. You don't have the the next morning, right. you know, grogginess, but you know, you're not going to feel it like an ambient, but if you take it chronically and consistently and do it the right way, your quality of sleep is more than likely going to get better. I think what you were saying about the gas tank and using it every day is really, really important. There are some people that will get relief uh, by using it acutely or episodically uh, where they feel a stressful situation coming on and so they'll use CBD. But it's so much more effective if used every day at about the same time so you reach this therapeutic level. And then when uh, there is a stressful situation coming up, adding a little bit extra uh, CBD. So having an extra gummy or um, having a little more tincture that day or, you know, an hour before the stressful situation uh, will improve your response to stress without making you feel like you're drugged, uh, without making you feel out of it, without taking you, removing that mind-body connection. Instead, you stay totally connected uh, and you feel better and you're able to handle the stressful situation. So what's stressful to me, just saying here, right. is um, you guys are really smart, and I like listening to you talk. There are words you use that I don't keep in my regular vocabulary at all. Those words being <laughs> things like, I don't use acute unless I'm like, that kid's acute. <laughs> I don't use the word episodic unless I'm talking about Netflix. And I don't use the word chronic very often. Unless you're talking about a taco or... Oh, I need a chronic taco. <laughs> Do I? What? <laughs> okay. So... Cal- I would recommend a California burrito. <laughs> okay. From? 
<laughs> I have no idea. Was it gal? Does it come with avocado? Comes with here, avocado. But. Okay. So the question is, <laughs> those words you use them opposite of each other. So acute yeah. and episodic, I'm assuming, is regularly. Right. So acute is uh, when needed uh, in in an emergency situation or in a in a non frequent, non daily situation. All right. So like a puppy. So it's. They're acute. <laughs> so, so like if you have a migraine, if you have a migraine. A migraine okay. That's an acute situation. If you have, uh, if you break your your foot, okay, that's an acute situation. You're going to go to the ER for that. If you have high blood pressure, that's a chronic condition, okay, and you're going to seek a different type of treatment for that. So, so there's there's chronic that is always a condition consistent, consistent, okay, acute, which is. Or like the regular periodic. store? Periodic. Periodic, okay. And then episodic could periodic. be more periodic, but, but more frequent. But than, they rhyme. Than like, could you do a rap? <laughs> <laughs> episodic, periodic. Well, no, it, it's like three things. On one end of the spectrum, acute, right? It happens in like really quickly. You gotta have, and you got to treat it Maybe quickly. one time and you got to get on top of it. Other end of the spectrum would be chronic. So it's something like high blood pressure you probably have all of the time that you have to deal with. Okay. And the middle is episodic where you have maybe these spikes. So, you, you know, again, think of headaches, right. right? You have a migraine that would be acute, but if you have a migraine every three days, I would call that episodic or, but if you had, let's say a tension headache all of the time, that would be chronic as maybe yeah. an example. That's a great way to describe right. it. No, and all would be done. stressful. Cause that was really good. <laughs> Play one on TV. <laughs> <laughs> and I appreciate you going through that because I just kind of feel like there's certain. No, it's good. No, we, we, as pharmacists, we, we have our own lingo. You do. And uh, sometimes we need to be checked on that because we like to throw out words. And, and uh, so, no, it, that's, that, that was good. Okay, cool. Yeah. So can I have a cute puppy? No. Okay. Dang. So when you're, when you're talking about stress and you're talking about CBD, is there, uh, is it, are we talking about a tincture or are we talking about, you know, what's the, what's the mechanism that we want to use here? Well, and so we've talked about that in previous episodes is finding the right route of administration. Does that make sense? Yes. That's so not like, like again, I get on the right? bus on the, right, or yeah, I get exactly, on the A train right? and I take <laughs> well, what it over. What I mean over. by that, right, is, is something, do you take something by mouth? Do you rub it on? Oh, okay. Right. Do you inject it? Yeah. I mean, that, that's what we, what we mean by route of administration. So if you're, if, let's like say you have knee the pain. the way to the principal's if you have office. Knee pain, I'm yeah, sorry. right. Exactly. If you have knee pain, you might want to rub something on just your knee. Mm. Um, right. But if you have anxiety, that's probably more of what we call systemic, you know, maybe, you know, internalized, not, not local to one part of your body, right. It's in your central nervous system. Mm -hmm. And so that's where we would probably recommend a, um, something that you would take orally. So we have a wide range of products there. And that's the nice thing is that we have the flexibility to find a good product that you're going to like and be comfortable taking. So you can use the drops under your tongue mm -hmm. that are absorbed gummies, uh, also are, you know, a great way to, you know, cover your whole body. Uh, and then we also have gel caps. And so if we know the, the, that the dose is right, then a gel caps easy. You, mm -hmm. you take it once a day and you're done. Um, you know, the th nice thing with the tincture is uh, sometimes people need a little bit more. And so you can take a little bit more of the tincture and it's, you have more flexibility there, but those are all great ways to, um, address what we call systemic kind of whole body type issues like stress and anxiety on a yeah. consistent yeah. basis. Right. 
We have customers that come into the store that'll use one of those that Jeff just mentioned. They'll use a tincture that sits under the tongue for 30 seconds and dissolves uh, a gummy or a capsule. They'll use those every day. Uh, and then every once in a while, they need a little boost. There's uh, you know, a presentation at work. There's a family party or situation coming up where they're going to see oh, relatives. You know, oh, just... <laughs> Jeff, oh, did, I, did you hear that? Who's, you weren't supposed to hear Who this. listens to this? <laughs> sorry, sorry family. I hope you're not listening to I this. I love you, family. Love you. By the way, Elizabeth, hi. <laughs> I, I do love my early. sister, we by the way. <laughs> okay. Anyway, but hi, we all everybody. know that those can those situations can cause stress, and so uh, when you're using your daily dose and then supplementing or adding on just a little bit extra, that's that's really nice. So you take a capsule, have a tincture uh, when you need it. Uh, you use a tincture, have some extra tincture or a gummy so that you can add two in really. Well, but can you overdose? Or a mint. Oh, Richard, that's an awesome question. Can you overdose? Technically, yes. There is a maximum where you would have too much. Um, I mean, we're pharmacists. I think we all recognize that too much of anything is not good. However, getting to that dose is really, really hard um, because CBD is so safe. So what happens when you get to too much is... You just you just feel like hanging out, and it's not like you're stoned. You just don't have the energy to get up and do anything. <laughs> so it's uh, Danelle, another big word we call it. Listening, that's, I'm ready. That's, that's lethargy. Oh, and lethargic. It, and you're you lethargic, exactly. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what does that mean? It means you're just hey, too, to follow up too on, darn tired on, to get off that. the couch. Okay, gotcha. <laughs> to follow up on that safety I was too question, tired to think about yeah. it. <laughs> Follow up on the safety question from Richard. I think you asked this is that, you know, is it, or you, maybe as Richard asked, is this addictive and things like that? And, and if you look at like those drugs that I mentioned, like Xanax, right, um, you can be very dependent on those. Right. And uh, th- that's the nice thing about this. Doug mentioned that it's very, very safe. It has very few side effects. Um, if you take a ton of it, you're going to feel tired. Um, but the one thing we do recommend is, and reiterate again is that. It would, the one thing we'd have to look at for is drug interactions. Mm. Um, because again, the, the way the body, the way that it binds in the body and, you know, some of the receptors it uses and things like that, it can, act, it can be additive. The effect that can be additive to the other drugs you're taking. So we just need to be careful with that. Talk to your pharmacist. That is a, that's a key line that we speak of frequently here at Farmer and Chemist. Talk to your pharmacist. Uh, They're we funny. Have, They're very funny people. They're hilarious. Pharmacists here. Um, Did you so, hear the one about that? <laughs> <laughs> two pharmacists walk into a building. <laughs> to be continued. <laughs> the uh, you know learn CBD, laugh, right? Enjoy, you gotta laugh. Enjoy you gotta and uh, and make sure you you are enjoying the things that are important to you in your own life. Thank you for listening to You, Me, and CBD. Please refer and friend or write a short review. And if you're in the Salt Lake City area, we'd welcome you to stop by our Farmer and Chemist store. Or you can always go to farmerandchemist.com.